This is Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Welcome to the Connect Me podcast. I am Alex Line, and as always, I am joined by Superintendent Stephen Eastup. Yes, uh, you know, they say that time flies when you're having fun, and just hard to believe we have officially reached our last Connect Me podcast of the school year. Yeah, and it, it feels like every year goes by a little bit faster than the last one, and this one certainly has followed suit. But uh, we had a lot to celebrate this school year, and we also have a lot to still look forward to coming up. Yeah, I think we've talked a lot throughout this year about the the awards that uh, we've been so fortunate to receive. Certainly can't recap the year uh, without mentioning the National Blue Ribbon Award for Marymount Elementary, uh, the National District of Distinction Award and the Momentum Awards for the district uh, at both Marymount Elementary and Marymount Junior High School, just all very, very exciting stuff. And if you missed any of those announcements and you want to learn more, uh, you can check out the podcast from last November where we talked about that, or you can also read about all of these accomplishments and more on our website at marymontschools.org. And while we're reaching the end of the school year, uh, we still have a lot of exciting things coming up. We've got the Marymount High School students and staff that will be participating in intercession later this week. Uh, we have graduation ceremonies for the seniors and the sixth graders, and not to mention end-of-year music programs. The junior high students will be at their Kings Island trip, and the Marymount High School groundbreaking ceremony is coming up as well. Yeah, that ceremony will take place on uh, May the 30th at 6.30. Uh, we'll be on the front lawn of the high school. I think it'll be a very special night, so we hope to see uh, you all there. Uh, but right now I want to shift our focus to an initiative that I'm particularly proud uh, to promote, and that's uh, all of the work that we're doing with mental health programming uh, throughout our schools. Yeah, that's right. And May is actually Mental Health Awareness Month. So what better way to celebrate our efforts than to talk to the district's guidance counselors who are on the forefront of this initiative? Our first guest is Trisha Buchert, the Director of Student Services for Marymount City Schools. And Trisha, as someone who has served students in your role, what can you tell us about the state of today's adolescence as it relates to mental health? So probably for the first time in history, uh, kids are having more anxiety and depression than adults. When you think about kids, you think having fun, playing with their friends, that sort of thing, not worrying about kind of bigger issues finances, housing, jobs, but uh, yet they are more anxious and more depressed than adults. We're seeing it younger and younger. Um, we see the impact on their education. So it's really hard to perform to your potential when you're struggling with those kinds of issues. And then, you know, just the sobering stat of suicide being the second leading cause of death in age kids ages 10 to 24. So that's what we have to deal with in our schools. So, so knowing this, why is it important uh, for us to be getting out ahead of this problem, dedicating resources uh, to deal with mental health issues with our kids? Um, yeah, the earlier we can teach coping skills to all kids, the better chance that the kids can put those into practice when they're dealing with difficult issues in their lives. And more importantly, we want them to know that this is a topic that we can discuss and, and they can bring up to us. So I know we have really been uh, working hard to uh, kind of break down the stigma and, and the idea of, of talking about uh, mental health. Um, can, you, can you share how we're teaching our students uh, about the importance of being willing to have these conversations? Yeah, so a lot of our programming, there is a educational component. So 
Um, we have, for example, this year with student education, our peer-to-peer programs, um, both of the junior and high school junior high and high school had a um, students teaching students about anxiety and depression so they led uh, student lessons at both buildings and at the high school we showed the movie angst and then they we brought in speakers and had the kids um, have opportunities to interact with uh, college-age students that deal with anxiety and depression so we're trying to be as open about it as we can with our students we're going to be talking uh, in more detail about our, our mental health programming with our, our counselors, but can you just give us a brief rundown of, of, of those services and the initiatives that, that we have in place as a school district? Yeah, sure. We, um, we have a mindfulness practice in all of our buildings some time of the day. Um, we have a um, signs of suicide program that we run. We do a mental health screener along with a student education program uh, in grades 8, 10, and 12. Um, We started a new research-based peer-to-peer program, grades 8 through 12, where kids are helping other kids uh, see what sources of strength they have, what kinds of, um, where they can pull strength from. Um, We have therapy dogs and group counseling in our elementary schools. Um, Our PTO sponsors a kindness, courage, and respect retreats. And then, of course, we have a mental health partner, Child Focus, in all of our buildings where students can actually access mental health services right here, um, you know, at school. So if someone wants to know more about our mental health services or refer a student, how can they go about doing that? So you can contact, you can contact me, you can contact your school counselor or a principal. Uh, students can refer themselves. Uh, the older students, we sometimes do that. So really any, any and everybody in your schools can help get you to uh, access services. Joining us now is Vicki Zaya, who is the freshman and sophomore counselor at Marymount High School. Vicki, can you tell us a little bit about the current um, high school climate, the possible stressors that these students are facing, and why it's important to be talking about mental health with our high school students? Sure. Uh, Overall, the current high school climate is dedicated and determined to succeed. Our students are constantly growing and thriving. However, just as as with any other high school across the country, students are faced with so many stressors these days. Everything from pressures they experience by being plugged into social media constantly, struggles at home or with friends, challenges balancing a school schedule with work and sports, um, to transitioning from high school to post-secondary plans. It's a lot. It's important to talk about mental health with our students because they need to know that they're not alone. They need to know that it's okay to ask for help if they're struggling. It's okay to see the counselor to check in. It's healthy to see a therapist to learn how to manage symptoms they may be experiencing with anxiety or depression. By talking about mental health, we want to break the stigma of mental health. We want them to know that it's uh, okay to ask for help and there's resources to help them through and that they're not alone. So a new initiative this year at both the high school and the junior high is the Sources of Strength program. Um, explain to us a little bit about what this program is how, and you know, how it came to be in the district and really what it aims to do. We knew as a district we needed to put something in place to raise mental health awareness and prevent suicide. The rate of suicide among ad- adolescents is alarming. One in five teens and adults suffer from mental illness, which I think a lot of people know through everything in the news these days. 
We checked out a variety of different programs to put in place, and we wanted one that was backed by proven research and had a positive feel. So we landed on Sources of Strength. So to tell you a little bit about it, um, Sources of Strength is a mental health wellness program that utilizes the power of peer social networks to change unhealthy norms and culture to ultimately prevent suicide. It takes an upstream approach in our prevention efforts. Um, It's based on a relational model that uses a team of peer leaders mentored by adult advisors to change peer social norms about seeking help and encourages students to individually assess and develop strengths in their own life. So at the high school, we have a diverse group of 46 students, freshmen through seniors, who were nominated by their peers and span across all social groups. We have a group of 10 faculty who mentor and guide them throughout the year. So Sources of Strength builds upon students' strengths. It asks them to reflect upon their strengths, like family support, positive friends, mentors, and healthy activities. So over the past year, uh, they they launched a variety of campaigns focusing on messages of hope, help, and strength. So as someone who has been an integral part of the Sources of Strength program at the high school, What have you seen uh, from the students throughout the year, and how have you really seen this program working? You know, it's really been invigorating to see the energy that our peer leaders have behind each campaign. Um, And I've seen the connections happening. I've seen peer leaders bring friends who may be struggling to me or another counselor. I've seen connections happening based on the programming Sources of Strength has brought in. We welcome now Amy Skinner, who is our guidance counselor at Marymount Junior High School. And Amy, I think we all can remember our junior high school years being filled with just a bit of stress and anxiety, both academically and and socially. So talk to us a little bit about the typical junior high school student. What are they going through? What are they worried about? You know, what's going on in their minds during during these two years that they're with you at the junior high? Um, Well, you are definitely right that these two years are filled with a lot of stress Um, Kids feel pressure to perform and and in all reality to be perfect in the classroom, on the athletic field, and in all social situations. Uh, What is compounding things for kids at this level now, and was likely not something that most parents had to deal with, is the added pressure of social media. There are constantly cameras around capturing their every move, and it leads to them feeling judged by their peers, but definitely also by themselves. Kids are really tough on themselves. They feel as though there's pressure from their families, their friends, their teachers, their coaches to get the best grades, wear the right clothes, win every match or every race. And even when parents and teachers and coaches are not putting expectations on students, you know, they, they still feel pressure. They don't want to disappoint anybody or be embarrassed. And that leads to a lot of stress and anxiety. And I just think it's super tough to be an adolescent these days. And so this is a nice segue then to talk about our, our sources of strength program a little bit, a little bit more. You have uh, led the charge uh, for this program at the junior junior high school. Can you share a little bit about what you've seen uh, out of our sources of strength program at the junior high? Yeah, we've really enjoyed our first year um, at the junior high. It's it's a positive peer to peer program, and it just reminds kids of the gifts in their lives that they can lean on in times of need. Um, we've talked about things like having positive friends, a trusted adult they can talk to choosing healthy activities to focus our minds on positive things. Um, And our student leaders have been really great this year, getting the word out about the program, setting a positive example for their classmates. It's been really exciting to watch. Um, And I know that it's going to continue to grow with each year. 
So we have another uh, mental health initiative, both at the junior high and the high school, uh, called Signs of Suicide. Can, can you talk a little bit about that program and what it is and how it works? Sure. Signs of Suicide is a two-part program. Um, we do a lesson in the classroom, um, and we do it with eighth graders at the junior high and then again in 10th and 12th grade at the high school. Um, and it focuses on symptoms of depression and suicidality um, in, you know, in themselves as well as in a friend or a loved one. We talk about risk factors, signs to look for, and most importantly, how to react. Uh, mental health is still a really uncomfortable topic, topic for many people to talk about, uh, which is why it's so important to teach kids how to respond when they're worried about somebody. And I think it's especially for young people, they feel like they can't betray a friend by saying something or by getting help for them, but we teach them that talking to a trusted adult who can help them may very well save someone's life. Um, and then the second part of the program includes a mental health screener where students answer a few questions regarding their own feelings, possible symptoms of depression. Um, and also on the screener, there's a space for students to indicate if they want to talk to a counselor about concerns that they have for themselves or for someone else. And then, you know, really every year we have students who come in because they're worried about a friend. And normally these are not the kids who would have done that without this program. Um, we have staff on hand to speak to any student who needs to talk or needs help right away. We communicate with parents, um, refer to mental health professionals, provide support, whatever each individual kid needs um, right there that day. Uh, and really, in my opinion, it is by far the best thing that we do for kids. And I can honestly pretty confidently say that it has saved lives. We are now joined by our final school counselor, Susie Lehman, who works primarily with the students at Marymount Elementary. So Susie, when we typically think about stress or anxiety or mental health practices, a lot of people will often picture it happening at the high school level or the junior high level. But we're seeing trends where students are beginning to experience these issues earlier and earlier. So what have you been seeing arise at the elementary level? Well, you are correct. Um, and it's not just in our school district. It's all over. Um, anxiety has always been in the elementary schools. Um, but the volume of students that we see now that present with anxious thoughts and symptoms have increased. Across the board, kindergarten through sixth grade, it is common to see students struggle to regulate their emotions. So with mental health awareness and practices, they're not just for older students anymore. Um, so what are some of the things that um, our elementary schools, both of them, are doing to promote positive mental health and begin to have these conversations with our youngest students? Something we started a few years ago was our mindful moment. Every morning after the announcements, while we have everyone's attention, the principal will ask students and teachers to stop what they're doing, take deep breaths, and relax while they listen to a short quote or bit of wisdom related to our monthly character theme. These moments, even though they're only three minutes, are teaching the students the importance of taking time to breathe, to pay attention to how their bodies and minds are feeling, and how they can be intentional about regulating these feelings. The practice of mindfulness has been proven to reduce anxiety, stress, boost self-esteem, working memory, and self-control, among other things. In addition, the majority of our classrooms have a quiet space, a calm down corner, or an island that students can access when they're feeling overwhelmed. As adults, we all have a place we can go to unplug for a few minutes, whether that be a quiet office, a stop at Starbucks, or a deep breath outside. Students have access during the school day to a safe place in their classroom where there are quiet activities such as puzzles, drawing, coloring, picture books, as well as prompts to stretch and take deep breaths. 
And finally, our teachers use a program called Go Noodle. This is a program that gets the kids up and moving or dancing to songs after a long lesson or a test. Go Noodle can also help calm students' bodies and minds using guided imagery, deep breathing, stretching, and or progressive muscle relaxation. So I want to reiterate how proud I am of our district and and the work that is happening to change the stigma of mental health. Uh, These programs are just so important and and quite frankly necessary in order to protect the well-being of each and every one of our students. So I want to thank Trisha and Vicki and Amy and Susie for leading the charge and implementing all of these programs that we talked about today. Uh, I truly believe that the Marymount City Schools are in a better place Uh, because of these programs and because of our our willingness to take these issues head on. And again, if anyone knows of a student who they think might benefit from any of these programs or maybe just needs someone to talk to, uh, we encourage you to please reach out to a counselor, a principal, or a teacher. So that's it for the final Connect Me podcast of the school year. We wish you all a safe and happy summer. Thanks for listening to Connect Me, the official podcast of Marymount City Schools. Stay connected by visiting our website at marymontschools.org and following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.